Where bullfrogs and lizards come along and see Where bullfrogs and lizards will swim or climb a tree Where bullfrogs and lizards, there's so much to explore Where bullfrogs and lizards, come with us, there's more The Big Wind and Some Other Matters Lucy had ridden her bicycle a lot, and Larry also got a lot of use from it, and it was looking older, but still going well. The handlebar grips had completely worn out, and Larry wished he had something to replace them with, or at least to block up the open ends so that the handlebars wouldn't rust inside. One day, he was on the way to the bullfrog's farm when he suddenly saw two empty bottles beside the road, each with a cork, and he thought that was unusual, then he suddenly realised that the corks were about the right size to put in the ends of a handlebar, and he put down the bicycle and went to have a look. As he came back with the corks, he saw something seem to flicker near the bicycle, and he was not very happy to see a small snake disappear inside the handlebar and not come out again at the other end. He got a stick and banged on the bar, standing back a bit, but the snake never moved. What was he going to do? And then he looked at the corks in his hand and quickly popped one into each end, where they fitted quite tightly. He was glad to get to the bullfrog farm and tell his problem to Bill, who began to think of all sorts of plans for dealing with the snake. Dad came along and said, what's this I hear about a snake? So they told him. First of all, he said, don't do anything silly with a snake. He thought for a bit, and looked carefully at the bicycle. And then he went out into the big new shed and they could hear him moving things around. He came out with a large pump, bigger and stronger than the kind used for bicycles. He went back and got a piece of rag to wrap around the end. And then he said to Larry, when I say go, you pop the cork out of this end. And all in a moment, the cork was out and the pump fitted tightly in its place. Stand back a bit, you two, behind me and he began to pump. He made quite a lot of strokes with the pump handle, and then there was a sudden loud bang as the cork at the other end shot out and a twisting and twirling little snake after it. Up and over it went and into a large bush amongst long grass. The boys wanted to chase it, but Dad said it was dangerous and he was sure the snake wouldn't stay nearby. He got some strong glue and fastened the two corks securely so there could be no more visitors inside the handlebar. Bill suddenly began to laugh. I wonder how the little snake will explain his adventures to his family, he said. The children had been having some new lessons about geography, all about rivers and mountains and lakes and valleys and ocean currents, and where different kinds of food grew best. And of course, that led on to winds and clouds and rain. Going home one day, they had quite a discussion on why water always goes down instead of up. Till Lucy said, it does go up sometimes. Remember the fountains we saw in the city? Yes, said the others, but what did it do next after going up? Bill ought to know, said Lucy, quietly, and Bill said, forget about it. Because one day in a big park, he got too close to the fountain and all the water fell on him and his best clothes were drenched. Then they began to talk about winds, and Bill said to Lucy, do you know anything about winds? 
Then it was Lucy's turn to look funny. Because when they were in the city, she got a nice new hat, and Mum kept telling her to keep its elastic strap under her chin. Lucy hated it and would slip it off over her chin and let it lose itself up in her hair. And then one day it happened. They were walking along a footpath right in the city and a sudden gust of wind took off Lucy's hat and dropped it out in the road and a big horse put his hoof on it and the wheel behind him ran over it. And when it was rescued, the nice new hat looked neither new nor nice anymore, but quite a mess. Mum said, Lucy, I think you'd better put on your hat and do up the strap where it's supposed to be. Lucy looked at all the people around and at Mum's serious face and she began to put the hat on while she tried to keep back her tears. Mum held out her hand and took the hat and put it in her bag and said, well, perhaps it won't hurt to be without a hat for a while. Lucy couldn't speak for a moment and then she squeezed Mum's hand and said two words, thanks, sorry, and Mum knew that Lucy understood why she had insisted about the strap. One day, Dad Lizard went to town and came home with a newspaper, which he read by the light of the kitchen lamp after tea. He said, I see there have been some bad winds about and a lot of damage. Then the children wanted to know what kind of damage, and he read out about houses losing their roofs and haystacks blowing away. The next day, he got busy checking on roofs and anything that might be a bit loose, just in case the winds came. He pointed out that old saying, a stitch in time saves nine, made a lot of sense in lots of ways. One loose sheet of iron on a roof could mean the whole roof blowing off. The children got busy too in their spare time, and there was plenty of banging of hammers and lots of nails were used in the next few days. A lot of jobs got done and heaps of rubbish were cleared away. And the whole place began to look very tidy. And the children were pleased with their efforts, even though they both had sore fingers through hitting them with hammers. The bullfrogs had been busy too, although some of the neighbours laughed at them. And then one night, the big wind came. It rocked the house. And when they went to bed, it seemed their beds were moving as each gust howled around the house, giving it giant slaps as it passed. Soon they began to hear bumps and bangs and thumps outside, and then gradually the children dropped off to sleep. Later, there came an enormous sound that woke them all up. They heard something tearing, and then a very great thump that shook the house like an earthquake. Mum and Dad came to see that Larry and Lucy were all right, and to make sure the house was not damaged. Then the wind dropped a little, and soon there was heavy rain drowning out all other sounds. In the morning, Dad was up very early and out to see what had happened. A huge old tree, near where an earlier house had been, had been dragged up by the roots, and broken branches were everywhere. When Dad came from round the farm, he found the children looking at it. Plenty of firewood, he said and there's no serious damage, so our work has been paid for. Also, we've had some nice rain. I wonder how others are getting on. After breakfast, he went off on his horse to see the neighbours. He came back to say the bullfrogs were all right, but he was getting some tools to help other people put their roofs on again. As he left, he said, by the way, the school roof is off too, so there won't be any classes for a few days so you children can start chopping up that big tree. 
Thank you.